0: Welcome to the Pensive Series, brought to you by the Positivity Factory. So in the last chapter of Harry Potter, which is the only chapter which precedes this one, we have explored what exactly happens when you avoid chaotic things, and when you deny disorder in your life, when you do not confront your weaknesses, and when you hide and deny from the fact that you simply lack the courage to face the unknown. And in those moments, the unknown will manifest on your doorstep in the form of Harry Potter, with a thin scar on his forehead. It will serve as a constant reminder of how abnormal, of how you hate the abnormal, how you have fought your whole life against it, and how you are forced To see the only quality remaining of your sister that you despised. And secretly, deep down, very much envied. Yes, in this chapter, I think it's time to speak of Petunia. Because in the previous chapter, we learn how Mr. Dursley operates. But he is just a man. He is just a man with a terrible attitude and a terrific upbringing, probably, but Petunia is untapped potential. If Lily and Petunia were brought up in the same household by the same parents, how is it that the difference is so, so extraordinary? You cannot blame it on the child. What happened between these two children. Was it the parents' fault? Or is it just a secret envy that Aunt Petunia truly, truly had for Lily? Because if you put it in perspective, Harry besides besides Vernon and Dudley, Harry is the only remaining thing which is left of her parents' heritage. That part of her family, that part of her life, the Evans. Petunia Evans. Harry is the last remaining piece of soul Petunia can call family in this sense. How can she be so upright, evil? How can she treat a child like if she treated dirt? I cannot understand. I didn't want to dedicate such a significantly long time to petunia but we must address this because harry and dudley could have been such good friends besides all the temperament if petunia would have stepped up swallowed her pride swallowed her envy and her jealousy she could have provided a good childhood to both harry and dudley because both kids got damaged and the long-term true damage was what happened with dudley because harry at least got a get out of jail card at the age of 11 whilst dudley was stuck there and we see how this how this boy becomes almost a man and is simply so damaged that he is the bully in the neighborhood the abuser because he was abused psychologically he was always treated superior and he always and he never had to fight a single moment for his own survival never he got everything he ever wanted and he was never to blame because there was a punching bag literally a punching bag in the house available and allowed to be punched by his own parents. And that punching bag was called Harry Potter. What a terrible, terrible parentage this was. It's unbelievable that this exists. And naturally, it could have been a lot worse. I understand. It could have been a lot worse. However, this might really help us to learn a lesson here. And the lesson is that whatever is there in your life which you despise about yourself that you hide and that you deny try to at least not to punish your environment with it there is already enough suffering in the world if you are too too shallow and too afraid too big of a coward to confront your own suffering at least do not make the people suffer in your environment. And this is really true for any moment when you feel anger towards someone, when you feel that you would almost punch someone, that you really must shout at the cat for no reason because your boss has hurt you during work and now you just feel terrible and the first almost innocent being is the cat which walks by in front of you and you just shout at the cat for no good reason, or you shout at your kid, which in turn kicks the cat. You know, the chain goes, try to be aware. And the only way to be aware is to be mindful. So I really encourage you that the next time you have the opportunity to become aware of a strong emotion which is rising up and filling your consciousness, try to turn your attention around and try to observe what that emotion is, because it is a pattern of energy, and it is up to you how you fuel it or deal with it. But Try to avoid causing more suffering in the world. You are doing yourself a favor, and you are doing the world a favor, only by being mindful of your own behavior and be proud of yourself when you manage to actually conquer these emotions, because this is not child's play. Recognizing anger and allowing it to pass by is not child's play. It's an achievement. And you must be proud of every single time you can achieve this stage and this state of mind, this shift of perception so be mindful especially in transitional moments when you start a conversation when you sit in to your car and when you're in the middle of traffic jam and when you are about to shout and keep and be angry because the traffic is just simply not moving be mindful of what is really happening and maybe it will pay off with great dividends but let's move on to what happens when you decide not to be mindful about your actions and act on the instincts over and over again? And what kind of consequences it will have on your life when you have denied chaos any freedom and when you decided that the kid, which already is the manifestation of your own lack of courage is now dealt with in such a terrible way, punished for his own behavior, that you are the one suffering the consequences. What happens is that Mrs. Fig, bless her soul and her cats, gets sick and she cannot take him. Now, Ivan cannot take him. Ivan is on a holiday in Majorca, bless him, and Aunt Marge, quote unquote, hates the boy. Well, let's discuss this in front of Harry, naturally, but hates the boy. So the only option would be either to let Harry to be at home or to bring Harry to the zoo. Now, eventually Harry gets to the zoo, and this is the first time that we are confronted in the books that there is something going on. We already know about wizards, and we already know about the wizarding community. We already know that that is the chaos which the Dursleys truly fear, but we start to see these surges and these flashbacks of memories, how Harry is special, and now he's talking to animals, and particularly to a boa constrictor, and this is probably one of the most hilarious scenes in the movies and in the books alike, because... The exaggeration through which Dudley falls through the vanishing glass in the movies makes me laugh every time. It's hilarious. But what basically happens is that Harry is Harry's doing magic. Harry's doing the forbidden and the reason why this happens and why the drama is again so terrible is because, and now it dawns on me actually, what the real point of this chapter is. It is that if you bring a lie into the world, it becomes extremely difficult to sustain it. This is it. Imagine how the Dursleys brought a 10 years worth of lie into the zoo. How hard Is that to deny? These guys are forcing a lie onto a kid who's innocent. And I don't even care if this kid is a horcrux. And it causes unnecessary suffering because that suffering could be easily, easily mitigated through loving kindness. Which Harry never, never, ever received in his life not from the Dursleys for sure. So if we think about it, the biggest issue why Aunt Petunia and Uncle Vernon are suffering is because they are trying to sustain a lie which is not possible to sustain. And this is true with every lie that we are putting out into the world. The moment we try to back it up, everything will fall apart and we are unprotected against it it is our actions which will lead us to our own demise and if and if we try to maintain the lie we are going to fall this is almost axiomatic undeniable try to put out a lie try to sustain it and see how you fail or or fall behind the vanishing glass and be confronted by a boa constrictor who is now escaping the zoo. That is what's going to happen. And again, it might might not be this dramatic, but definitely a call to action that you have to really manage something differently in your life. So, lessons from The Vanishing Glass, Chapter 2. Amazing chapter, by the way. I sounded like Donald Trump. Amazing, amazing chapter, by the way. Yeah, do not lie. Confront your fears. Harry Potter is turning out to be such a good book for life, no? I mean, like, you know, reading these self help books. Read Harry Potter and you will get way more life lessons out of it than what you need for a lifetime. I mean, it's very clear. Face your fears, do not lie. I will see you in chapter three. If you can share, like, subscribe, or just leave a smiley face, very appreciated. If you are facing harder times in your life, you're very welcome to email me, and my email is in the description below. I will send you guided meditations to help you out of your slumber, and I wish you a wonderful day or night, and I will see you here in the next episode of the Pensive Series. Thank you, and goodbye.